patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast. It is Sunday, March 7th, 2021. And uh, bravo, I forgot to mention something to you in the pre-show. I'd like to start off with something here, if you don't mind. Sure. Just give me a quick second here. Very good, sir. Today's a, a tough day. Uh, today's a tough day for a lot of people uh, who will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, March 7th, 2002, two firefighters from the Manliest Fire Department, TJ Lynch and uh, John Ginichetti, uh were both killed in a collapse uh, in a fire on Pompey Center Road. I didn't know John very well. Uh, I certainly did know TJ really quite well. Uh, they've been gone for uh, 19 years now already. And it's uh, it's been a little bit hard every year this time, uh, this day. It's it's kind of a tough day. So I just wanted to recognize those two gentlemen. Uh, TJ left a, a girlfriend and a child, and John left a wife and a, a son. And things after John's death did not go well for his family. Mm. Uh, it was it was a very very bad scene uh, for a long time, and. Uh, all I have to say is, gents, till Valhalla, we'll we'll see you soon, uh, whatever soon may be. But you know uh, that's pretty somber, and I'm sorry, but it has to be said. There's a lot of folks listening that that know exactly what I'm talking about and where we're from. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, that being said, Bravo, how how you doing this week? Everything okay? Evening, everyone. I'm doing great, Alpha. It's great to hear you, and I, uh, you know. My I, my heart goes out to those uh, firefighters and their families, and yeah. we honor their sacrifice. And uh, absolutely, it's uh, tough when the dates of the you know comes by as nineteen years ago. That's yep. Like it was yesterday, anyway, right? Yeah, I, I, I'll never forget uh, when when you get news like that. You kind of never forget where you were. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was a bad deal. They, they were courageous in what they were doing. So. But, they sure were uh, good men, both of them, and mm-hmm. uh, they'll they'll be missed, and they they are missed. They're missed. Yep, absolutely. So, anyhow, well, yeah. Sorry to know. sorry to be a downer right off the bat there. <laughs> That's okay. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we're the Signal Fifty Podcast, average American patriots who love to talk about current events. That's right. And uh, we're trying we're trying to learn about production <laughs> as we're going along here, right? So absolutely. We're going to be doing some title pages. I figured that how to how to do that on Photoshop. So here you go. See, tell us what you think. Um, of course, we can't show our faces, but you can see our icons. There they are. So, welcome to the show. We got a lot of things to talk about tonight, and uh, we're trying to uh, convey the idea overall that if we're the two average American patriots that are finding all this information, sharing it with you. That means that all of you can find it, and it can get kind of dour, and and you can be down in the dumps really quick. Oh yeah. The idea that what we're finding is actually happening in our country, and what we, what you and I grew up with, Alpha, were ideals, values, uh, the, America's way of life. You know, truth, justice, the American way, just like Superman said. And now they're canceling Superman. So. <laughs> It's it's a it's not the the important part, and we were talking about about this before the show, right, Alpha? We got to keep going. We got to keep the fight. Maybe it's a call to 
call to action where we get involved in local government. We start watching these polls. I can, I was trying to, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing on the, on the night of the election, people being t- uh, picked on, bullied. I would have not had any of it. They would have had to carry me out of there in handcuffs. I wouldn't have tolerated it. And you know it, Alf, I, you would have been the same way. And I oh, wouldn't have, I wouldn't definitely. have kept quiet. I would oh, not definitely. have kept quiet. No, no, you, you can't keep quiet. Can't keep quiet. But that's what we're doing right now. That's right. It's time for us to start defending what we know is right. Right. Yeah. And and we sit there and, and we talk a lot about, you know, we put out information for everybody to follow. Uh, no matter how hard the week has been, uh, unless we're under circumstances, we can't put out a show because of travel or in, in accessibility, whatever. We're going to put out a show. And what we're trying to do is put out information. And that's one way that, you know, as our friend and mentor, Dan Bongino, would say the do matters, right? Yep. And Bravo and I were talking about this offline. Um, it's one thing to sit here and have a podcast and, and talk about these things and talk about politics and talk about how bad things are screwed up. And, and sometimes in business, when I have somebody come to me with problems, it's like, okay, great. You've come to me with problems. Now, next time you come to me, come to me with solutions. Mm-hmm. And we were talking offline, and what we're trying to do is put information to inspire people, maybe as a call to action, right? To go ahead and get off the get off your duff, go out there at the very least, become inv- involved in the elections, become a poll watcher, become an election judge, uh, go out and do some campaigning for your favorite uh, politician. Uh, you know, that stands for the ideals that you stand for during election season. Go out there and and run for county council, run for a seat on, on something. If you feel that you need to make a difference or you don't like the way things are going, be the change. Go out and do. Yep. Fair enough? Right there with you, my friend. So that's what this is all about. This is our way of, of putting forth information for people. And we hope you listen and we hope you enjoy the program. And we hope that we kind of stimulated you a little bit to, to go ahead and go out and find a way to contribute in a positive manner to your community. Mm -hmm. And you have to be the change you want to see. You can't sit back and cry about it. Right. So anyhow, without further ado, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Let's, That's let's all right. Move no. forward. It wouldn't be the first time. How long? No. Have we been <laughs> it's Fair enough. But you know, hey. we have a lot to get to tonight. We have a lot of stories that we want to talk about tonight. So, so let's let's start with this. You know how much I love political cartoons. I Absolutely. think I've been showing them to you, Alpha, since we were kids. Oh, forever. Yes. And you were saying, uh, Alpha or Bravo, just cut it out. Well, yeah, I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> well, here you go. I think they're great. This one's from. Uh, Bob Gorell. This is from actually today. And I, when you look at political cartoons, I don't know where I picked this up from. Not only is it the obvious, you had the donkey. They're all asses. The Democrats, I get it. We have HR one. <laughs> and, they, and they, you know, he's got the wet paint in his hand. Uh, in one hand, it says party rule. You know, it's got the uh, shields of America. <laughs> you know, the little right. corners. Right. And what do you see in his hand? Uh, it, it says, and the words are kind of small there, uh, but it says uh, uh, voter, you know, voter uh, or election reforms. <laughs> and right. you know as well as I do, Alpha, if they get away with this crap, 
and the and the right. Senate doesn't hold strong to the filibuster, which we all know that they have to go through, this country is screwed, and we're gonna have to fight even harder, or there's gonna be other problems that I don't want to see happen. Right. I mean, this right. is you know we talked about it in the last episode of the program. HR one is a is a particularly slanted, dangerous uh, piece of legislation. Uh, it's it's going to lead to one party rule in this country for I don't know probably the next twenty years at least in California. What's happening in California will happen in the rest of the country. There's your there's the forecast or New York. New York's a one party rule also, and you know then they'll have to cheat to keep it going because supposedly according to General Flynn, California turned red this time according to to the, the election stuff. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah, that's another story for another time. You know, this HR1 business is something that really needs to be talked about. And it's it's going to be very, 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 it's bad stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's horrible. I mean, uh, in the four years that Trump was the president of the United States and, and doing what I would consider to be a very good job, mm-hmm. uh, ruling, not ruling. I mean, he was, he was governing and he was doing a very good job. I thought he was very even handed across the board. I mean, he was very reasonable about things. Uh, you know, everybody said, well, he's literally Hitler. Well, he was literally following the constitution the entire time. Right. And all the Hitler nonsense and the German socialist Nazi garbage were the Democrats. So whatever they say bounces off me and sticks to them. That's, you know, going back yeah. to childhood stuff because sticks and stones may break my bones, but the names that they call me will never harm me. That's right. And, you know, and now they're just busy trying to undo everything that he did. So this ought to be interesting. Yeah. You know, listen, we have another story that we want to get to. Yep. And real quick, uh, yep. I'm, um, you know, I was, a, I love Dr. Seuss. I'm surprised they didn't cancel the Sneetches. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that story. They had the, the Sneetches had green stars on their bellies and made them very special versus the Sneetches that didn't. And the Sneetches that had green stars were the better ones than the ones that didn't. Great story. That wasn't canceled. But what you're seeing in this cartoon, again, from uh, Steve Steve Kelly, and this is from March 5th, um, she's holding up a book. And this is for our podcast listeners. She's holding up a Green Eggs and Ham book, which is another great book. Because I will not eat them, Sam I am. I will not eat them with... Uh, to- whatever I can't remember. Yeah. The story. Anyway, <laughs> but I will not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I get it. Uh, what do you mean? You have no idea if the eggs are case uh, cage free, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is how ridiculous this is getting, isn't it? Isn't it ridiculous, Alpha? Well, well, what's ridiculous is we were talking about this before, and and this whole cancel culture business. Yes, it's very dangerous for people, and and it is. It's it's weaponized. Um, propaganda is, mm-hmm. is basically what this boils down to. And sure, your life could be ruined by by this leftist propaganda and the and the quote unquote cancel culture. But you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this stuff hits the news cycle. It gets blown up out of proportion for a short amount of time, mm-hmm. and then like. In two weeks, we're on to something different. It's like this country has turned into short attention span theater. Yep. With short-term memory loss. Well, thank God. Right. <laughs> that's, that's actually a good thing. It right. is a good thing. I mean, I think it's like 10 people sitting around. It's like you ever heard of these these idiots, um, these hackers, 4chan? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they start rumors and stuff and it gets people going and, and they sit back and they just laugh their asses off. They perpetrate all of the internet hoaxes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or a good, a good number of them. And it, and do you ever think that there's just a bunch of millennials sitting around in their parents' basement, you know, eating hot pockets <laughs> and sitting there saying, well, let's cancel this person. And they just start something on the internet and they just sit there and this is how they, they get their jollies. Sad. It's a hundred. It's so sad. I can't tell you how sad that is. Well, it's sad, but you know what? You're not going to cancel Dr. Seuss and you're not going to do any of these things. It's just, it's ridiculousness. And Mm -hmm. we just need to treat it for what it is and just move forward. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, that's, and, 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 and it's another commentary on people's nonsense about their wokeness and how how great they are because they think they're so high and mighty and that that's another dangerous attitude that we're getting with this woke crap that we're seeing. I, I just it just makes me just want to be more of a patriot and say look you you think you know everything you don't <laughs> makes me want to move to a cabin in idaho in the middle of nowhere <laughs> with no phone lines no internet no nothing yep and just be on my own and Anyway, well, you know, you know they're, it's going to, well, let's, let's, let's hold on a minute here. Yeah. We're getting to the point now where, you know, it's a, it's a contest to see who can, you know, be dumbest, right? Mm. Race. It's a, it's a race to the bottom at this point. Sure. And the liberals, not even the liberals, the radicals out there that are, that are driving this culture, mm-hmm. they're starting to eat each other alive. Keep doing it. <laughs> Do it fast. I agree. Do it faster. Faster. Please, faster. Talking about about eating their own. Well, I think that um, this this basically calls it the way way it should be. Um, President Trump has basically come out and has told the world, basically, the reason why Georgia lost the Senate races was because of Kemp, Governor Kemp of Georgia, and McConnell. And McConnell didn't do anything to support what needed to be done to make, you know, the spotlight on what was going on with the election. And he was covering his own rear end and we all know it. And, um, you know, Trump basically said in a written statement again, and you're noticing just as a side note, you've seen this alpha a lot uh, from the president, uh, from the past, you know, from the president, the United States number 45 or, you know, like save America, these kind of like, that's how he's communicating. This is how president Trump's communicating with everyone and everyone's paying attention more to those, those um, releases than they are to Biden who can't even finish a press conference because his own staff doesn't have enough confidence in him to answer questions without stepping on his own, uh, whatever. Stepping on his own crank. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, but, you know, basically said, uh, Trump said in a written statement that Republicans did not trust, uh, did not turn out to vote uh, because there were they were so angry and disappointed with Georgia Republican leadership and Governor Brian Kemp for fa- uh, failing to stand up to Stacey Abrams and the disastrous consent decree that virtually eliminates signature verification requirements across the state and much and much worse and was not approved by the state legislature as approved by the constitution. Bam. Well, there There you you have it. Well, 
Trump is, is he, he, he oh, focuses God. right in on it and, and he's, he's spot on. Um, mm-hmm. And I cannot believe for one minute that the Supreme Court is, is not going to hear any of the challenges to the election. Nothing. Oh, hold that I, uh, thought. We'll hold talk that about thought. that later. We'll talk about in a minute. I think we know why. Uh, again, I think we know why. We think we stumbled on something. We're going to share it with you. We're going to talk about it on Wednesday. There's a you're going to have to you're going you're going to have to you're going to have to tune into our Telegram channel, the Signal Fifty Podcast official channel, and you're going to have to go download the PDF. You have a little homework, audience. Download the PDF that we've provided. The link to the PDF uh, article. Uh, actually, it's a deposition. It's a yeah. deposition, and we're not going to give you any more. I want you to go ahead and go read that. This is sworn deposition that was given. Yep. Uh, it's it's rather lengthy. It's going to take. I don't know how long, about uh, 45 minutes to read it? 25 an hour. It's 119 pages of double-spaced, 25-line uh, deposition, which goes kind of quick, but it, it, the information that's in it is pretty amazing. Just read slow. Just absorb it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really important stuff to understand uh, what's out there and, and why we hypothesize uh, we're having uh, the issues that we're having. So mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to leave it there for now. But uh, we're going to get into it next uh, on the next episode. Uh, it'll be pretty just, enlightening. Just just because what what spurred this idea was how on this God's green earth with all the evidence that's out there and all the things that ha- happened and and what what Doug Billing said on the right side with with General Flynn in an interview where and I paraphrased he doesn't understand with just the evidence that's in front of us it doesn't initiate a response or it doesn't initiate to look further or the courts to, to do their damn job. And, um, that to me is, is enough said about that. So read this deposition. We're going to talk about it on Wednesday. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are at signal 50 uh, info at signal 50.com info at signal 50.com. Right. Or stop on a website. We'll see what, what goes on. Right. Anyway, and, and, and McConnell, was, McConnell sucks, by the way. McConnell does sucks. And by the way, uh, where's that? Um, oh, okay. Oh, here it is. So, yeah, my, you know, I'm getting old, I guess. Maybe I'm getting old. Anyway, <laughs> we're all getting old. So, here's that Save America uh, graphic that I was telling you about. This is what President Trump is communicating with us. He shut him down on Twitter. We come back anyway. And I think everyone's noticing, yeah, you can shut this down. We'll go over here. You shut that down. We'll go over there. You know, you shut down parlor. It's back. Okay. So you know what? Stick it out your tailpipe, everyone. But what you see here is is the, one of these press releases and you can see the graph at the below. I'm going to describe it for the podcast listeners before president Trump endorsed McConnell. And McConnell was having a tough time against his his um, uh, yeah. you know, his challenger there, the Democrat challenger. And they were running neck and neck, 41, 42. And all of a sudden, President Trump comes out to, and says, McConnell, McConnell's great. Support him. He's great. You know, I, I have complete faith and trust. And, you know, that's Trump. He, he, you know, he, he means what he says and he wears his heart on his sleeve. McConnell screwed him in the end, but he won this his election with a fifty six percent or so uh, uh, advantage over the the challenger. Right. 
And now it's looking like McConnell is going to be running in the corner and retiring. Yeah, I think he's almost 80 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's and to retire. He's been he needs to go politician. anyway. He's a career politician. He's got to go. But he's also said some very bad things about President Trump and not supporting what he should have done in the first place. So this is one of those things that's nice to see personally that, you know, President Trump has something to say. And all going forward, I can tell you this. Once bitten, twice shy. There is no way he's not going to he's not going to put someone in, you know, support someone because if he decides he wants to run again, which I think eh, my gut tells me he probably does. And I'd love to see it. He wants people around him that to get the job done and make everything not ever have these catastrophe that living in this weird world that we're in right now. I, I foresee, I foresee a second uh, Trump run. I see it coming. Mm-hmm. So I think this, I think I, this country after, I think after the, pardon me for just a quick second. I think, uh, I think we've got a tough four years ahead of us. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of damage is going to get done. And I think people are going to be really pissed off. And you have to remember, you know, this country is pretty well divided along some interesting lines. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. HR one is going to make it very difficult for a Republican to win an office ever again. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Um, if they want to play by that game, that's fine. We can play by that game too. Mm-hmm. Got to remember, you know, understand the rules of the game, play the game to win the game. That's it. We just have to mm-hmm. shift our mindset just a little bit. And we can play just a lot, just as well as they can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about That's that? right. Now, as we've been kind of talking about, the election didn't wasn't so up and up. It wasn't really on the. Um, it wasn't copacetic. It wasn't capiche. It wasn't uh, kosher. I don't know what you want to say. Here's the evidence that I have to say. If anyone tells me there was no just, mail, just one, just one piece of evidence. Just one of like billions of of pieces of evidence uh, that are out there. Judge orders new election after 78% of the mail-in ballots found invalid and the notary that notarized them was arrested. And that's a big no-no. You, you, you've all had things notarized. You've had to go get things signed. You that's right. Notary, blah, blah, blah. That they're supposed to affirm or swear that that's your signature and that that's what you're, you're they're signing to. Well, that's the function of a notary, right? That's right. And uh, the judge <laughs> said, you're full of it. You're going to jail. This is down in Mississippi. Hmm. And this woman, uh, the, the mug, she doesn't look she, like she's too happy. No. Nope. Because uh, <laughs> she's now under arrest. <laughs> and um, go to jail because you're a bad, bad girl. So play stupid games, yeah. win stupid prizes. I love that. <laughs> and that's what she does. Tell us what you won. A four by four. It was a six by six sale. I don't even know how big they are. And uh, six by six by ten. Six by ten sale. Well, it's not. It's not bad enough that she's. Uh, you know that. Uh, you know she committed election fraud, right? I mean that's mm-hmm. that's seventy eight counts or seventy eight percent of how many ever. However many ballots she falsified is a count of election fraud, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then there are rules, laws, and regulations regarding how notaries need to act and what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And and she's broken all of those rules as well. So it's, you know, forged instruments, uh, falsification of government documents, uh, all sorts of different charges. This woman is in a world of trouble. And if she's doing it, this is the bottom, this is the bottom fruit. This is like the low yeah, low hanging fruit. fruit. That's yeah. right. And if there's anything that what Mike Lindell said, <laughs> There's going to be a lot more. There should be a lot more of this coming down the pipeline. I would I'm agree. Hoping. Yeah. So I would agree. So enough of that, you know, and, and whoever says that there was no election fraud, you can kiss my kiss my tuchus because there was exactly. plenty of it. Exactly. Plenty of it. Anyway, moving on to our next uh, little interesting find of uh, the last couple of days is the, the amount of hypocrisy that's coming out of Biden's administration, Administrator Biden, as uh, Doug Billing says. Um, we have Biden's Commerce Secretary owns <laughs> stake in WeChat parent company as the White House reviews Trump's ban. And Trump's ban on what? How, why is the White House reviewing Trump's ban on what? What, 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 does, that, what does that say to you there, Alpha? Ooh. But it looks like that Secretary of Commerce, Gina... Rondo, whatever her name is, uh, and her husband, Raimondo, <laughs> financial stake. Isn't that an ethic, ethics violation? The last time I checked, isn't that something they have to disclose on some kind of ethics form? Absolutely. Uh huh. Well, um, and uh, uh, they they own quite a quite a large share, uh, worth uh, twenty one thousand five hundred and forty four thousand five hundred of tenant holdings, uh, ten cent holdings. Excuse me. Uh, according to the financial disclosure, and um, I guess they did disclose it, but uh, sure. that's a big no-no. Well, sure. Hey, listen, let, let, let's put it to you this way. Okay, look, that that's a big no-no, right? You yeah. really probably shouldn't have ties to the Chinese Communist Party if you're going to be part of our government. Mm. However, I'm sure that there are a few people out there with a 401k in the audience, right? Am I right? Oh, Am I right? Yeah. Yep. We all have 401ks and we're all in funds and funds mm-hmm. are pools of mutual funds and, and stocks and bonds and, and different mixtures of currency and real estate. And it's a, your portfolio could have a whole bunch of crap in it that you're not really necessarily aware of. So when you talk to your financial advisor, like I talked to my financial advisor. Um, yeah, I don't want to have any stake in anything connected to China. Right. You, you, everybody could very well have a little chunk of China in their, in their portfolio, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So we need to uh, be very conscious of that, right? It may be time to purge China out of our financial portfolios. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah, we tried that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, how about that? President Trump was on his way to doing that mm-hmm. until the cheating happens. Yep. The evilness of what what's going on. Yeah, we're gonna have to keep it. We're gonna have to keep an eye on all of that because you know, what was Hunter doing there? You know. Oh well, yeah, and isn't that amazing? Jeez, oh, uh, uh, what a coincidence! The the lamestream media suppressed that little story. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, he's still under FBI investigation. Hmm. And uh, we're still waiting for Durham. Come on, buddy. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I think we can hold our breath on that one for a while, my friend. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. 
I get moving it. forward. You well, know, look, <laughs> if the hypocrisy you, is the, the hypocrisy is just blinding, blinding. Hypocrisy. What's going to happen if you if you and I you or I did this, Alpha? What would happen? They would they would arrest you. They would they or charge you a bunch of taxes or make you lose your job. Uh, and what would you say? But the pre- but Biden's administration does it, and they're going to look at you and say, hmm, "You're not Biden," and then you move on. And that's how that's how justice has been running. And what what justice? Exactly. Yep. So, moving on yeah, to our another along. famous topic, you know, if it if it wasn't for this guy right here, Ugh. Fauci the fraud. I'm not even using the the title that he thinks he has in front of his name. <laughs> Our highest paid government official, by the way. Documents prove that Fauci was working with Communist Party on COVID. Oh my God! I saw this out of the Epic Times, and I said, "You have got to be kidding me!" And why? And why is this bad? Well, let's take a look at the some of the. <laughs> So the cuts here that I have from the story in an email dated 20, January 20th, 2020, a who, not a who, like a, like Horace, here's a who from Dr. Seuss. Horton, uh, Horton, 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 here's Horton, a who. You. Yep. Yes. Accuracy matters. Thank you very much. I forgot about that. That's right. Who, as in World Health Organization, official discloses the epidemiological analysis they concluded of COVID-19 earlier that month. And states that it is strictly confidential is only for these are in quotes that strategic and technical advisor group for infectious hazards and shared but further disseminate and, and not be further disseminated. Hmm. I wonder why they put a gag order in their own email. Hmm. <laughs> Let's go on. It's a cold. An email dated March 4th, 2020, from Chinese journalist Zhang Lia. To Lane, a reporter for Coxon Media, points out to fraud, uh, excuse me, Fauci, a fraud, yeah. I was right the first time, I'm sorry, uh, Fauci Deputy Cliff Lane, that the number of cases reported at, in, to the WHO Joint China Missions Report are inconsistent with the number reported by the Wuhan Public Health Committee. Hmm, numbers are being skewed. Something's not right. Hmm. Let me read further. It says on page six in the WHO report that there was at least one clinically diagnosed case of coronavirus on December 2nd, 2019. Huh. 2019. Hmm. Isn't that funny, Alpha? How about that? And from January 11th to 17th, there were new clinically diagnosed and confirmed cases every day in Wuhan which were not consistent with the Wuhan Public Health Committee's numbers. Fauci, you fraud. I swear to God, all (laughs) this nonsense that's been going on with the virus, the mass, the this, the that, it's all coming down on on this. uh, Well, we found this truth. We found this bombshell. And Fauci's been working with COVID, uh, with the Communist Party of China. Sure he has. Uh, Do you know what the, the, you know, look, uh, everybody's got like COVID fatigue. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
everybody is is quick. You know, you've got the states like Texas and Mississippi and Alabama and Florida and 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 other places just saying, you know, enough with this mandatory mask business and we're going to move forward and you've got governors like Newsom and and the witless up in uh, Michigan and everybody pointing fingers and that's why everybody's sick because you don't follow the science. But you even horrible, got horrible people. Even yeah. got a Biden saying it. That's right. And you got that saying. Let me let me ask yeah. a question. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Show me all the dead bodies in Florida. Mm. Show me all How the sick Texas? people. Show me all the sick people in Texas. <laughs> Show me all the sick people. There aren't any. Nope. And all the deaths that they're claiming, especially from New York, was because it wasn't necessarily the coronavirus, it, or maybe it was, but when they put these people back into nursing homes instead of on the uh, the USS Comfort or any of the or other... The Javits ship, Center or the Javits Center, people were dying, not because of necessarily COVID, but what we like to say in the medical business, uh, complications thereof, because they right. had heart failure, because they had strokes, because they have diabetes, they became septic, they had a urinary tract infection that went berserk. We've been saying this since September when we started this this podcast. And, well, uh, and and the and the death numbers from um, twenty twenty, you know, overall, no more people died than normal in this country. Yep. So this massive pandemic that's claimed how many lives, according to the mainstream media and the propagandists, how many lives has it really claimed? I, I, I know that COVID is a thing and people do get sick from it, Mm -hmm. but they die from the comorbidities that go along with it. And these folks, a lot of them most likely were going to pass anyhow and certainly having a virus did not help them and I'll, I'll go back to say it again for everyone that's listening to us and again we thank you very much for you spending some time with us every week if you look at the numbers and these people that died like you mentioned alpha they're going to die anyway that's right they died from something else they got recategorized as covid because they need the numbers right now in new york state cuomo has whistleblowers all throughout his administration. He had aides change the numbers at the at the health department and from his reports to cover up the deaths that happened in the nursing homes. Not to mention that the Tapsy Bridge, which he he renamed his south as this bridge down in uh, near um uh, uh, what, <clears throat> uh, down near New York City. Uh, one of the main bridges that, that he rebuilt for uh, billions of dollars uh, had loose bolts up on top of the of the bridge, <laughs> which that was a cover up. And he's not he's he's you know this sexual harassment stuff, which is bad enough as it is that we talked about last show. He's still not going in. He says he's not resigning. He doesn't care what they say. He is he is emboldened, and the and the Democrat Assembly and the Democrat Senate supposedly passed uh, a, a rule to take his uh, executive orders and his birthday away, Alpha, just so you know. And he's he's not giving up. And I think Michigan had Whitler, Whitmer's executive orders taken away, and she wasn't giving up either. 
Well, here's here's the thing. Listen, you know, the, the COVID thing for your average healthy person probably is not a big deal, right? I know plenty of people who've had it and they're just fine. I'm pretty sure that I had it too. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that I know a lot of people have had it. A lot of people were like, had nondescript flu-like symptoms about a year ago. And yes, if you're old, immune compromised, you have comorbidities, even the flu can kill you. Just the run-of-the-mill flu A, flu B, it doesn't make any difference. It can, it can kill you. I, I'm, I'm no medical professional anymore, but I, I, I know that much, right? Oh, yeah. You're right. You, you take people that have some kind of an illness, and you're making such a big deal in one hand. And then the other hand, you're like, ah, oh, it's okay. Let's just shove these sick people back into nursing homes. That doesn't work. No. And then All people start the- dying, and then and then you start covering it up. No, and you're the governor? The deaths. No, but, but there's one other thing, Alfred. Sorry. But they also inserted the numbers saying, oh, all this, this is very bad. This is very bad. And it's Trump's fault. And we need ventilators. But the thing was that they got the ventilators they needed. So they, you know, they, they didn't know what to do after that. Then it just went from one, one thing because President Trump knew how to deliver on those promises. That's right. Yep. It just, it's just insanity. And, and Cuomo's got a lot to answer for. Um, you know, hey, listen, you know, if, if you've got to believe everybody that accused Kavanaugh of, you know, what what they accused him of, I, I think the people that are coming forward and accusing Cuomo of the same kind of activity, they need to be listened to. Mm-hmm. Don't but you think? The double standard, well, I, I agree. But the double standard is kicking right into high gear right now. And the press isn't talking about it. And... They're, they don't know what to do. They don't want to know if they want to hang them on the sexual harassment or they don't know if they want to hang them on the, on the COVID allegations. Well, it's going to be the sexual harassment that gets them. Let's, let's change topics. I, I think Cuomo's in deep doo-doo. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Gavin Newsom's right on the cusp of getting recalled. I think there's like 10 days left in some kind of a period, and there's mm-hmm. 1.95 million signatures. It's gone up for 1.8. That's awesome. Yeah, 1.95. I think Mr. Newsom's days are numbered in the state of California, and I think that's a very good thing. Uh, he's yeah. he's a horrible, horrible, horrible hypocrite. Horrible hypocrite. Yeah. Horrible. Yes, he is. He's a great U-Haul yeah. salesman, though. He's he's people have been leaving their states for you know getting the hell out of there. Yeah, you know, they can't take. It. Right. Uh, and then you got Whitmer up in Michigan, and you got uh, Murphy in New Jersey. And people are wising up. I'm hoping that they don't put these people back in. I don't know when they're up for. I know Chrome was up for election uh, in 22. Um, 22, 21, 22, 22, I believe. Oh, our, our um, county executive where I live is just as bad as all of those people. So, you know, it's just it's mm-hmm. just absolutely horrible here. No, but again, we need to continue talking about this and bringing out the facts and let's, you know, let's not forget about it. So. No, let's not. Let's, let's keep reminding them. Yep. One other story we wanted to bring to you tonight and urge you uh, strongly to find on 
uh, the Epic Times. Uh, there's a series uh, that is run by the Epic Times, and the host is uh, Ian Jalalik. Uh, Il- 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I said his name wrong. Uh, Jan uh, Eklick, uh, who is the American Thought Leaders host, and he brings on people um, that are kind of um, leading the way in terms of uh, getting the story up. So they were at CPAC. They had a little station there and they brought on uh, James, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. We talked, we talked about him on our show before amazing stuff. He does. He's our last bastion of investigative reporter, right? Alpha. There's no one else like him. He's, he's a go-getter. And he brought with him some of the, he had brought six whistleblowers with him. Uh, the American um, thought leaders interviewed two of them, which I found absolutely fascinating. And again, strongly urge you to go look for these these interviews and watch them. You're not going to find them on YouTube because they're canceling it on YouTube, but you will find it on the Epic Times. And in the in the interview, there was the first. They talked to James O'Keefe. They, James O'Keefe is looking at lawsuits that are now pending to uh, uh, against the New York Times, against CNN. All basically, they're all lying about what he said and what he does. We all he's an he's an investigative reporter. Okay. They also brought on Ryan Hartwick. He was a uh, he's the Facebook insider. He goes through what he saw as blatant uh, um, discrimination against conservative channels, conservative uh, speech. Uh, they, they were taking all kinds of posts down. He has evidence. He, he had a camera on him for nine months. Can you imagine that, Alpha, how much stuff he got on him for nine months? Of- oh, it's crazy. Uh, and he, he shows the edicts that were coming down from, from Zuckerberg and from the administration at Facebook to take down the, and this all happened, it was like high gear in October before the election. If this is not an in-kind donation to the Democrats, I don't know what is. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And, and everybody, you know, everybody needs to understand something about James O'Keefe. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about James O'Keefe. Do not accuse him of cooking the books, selectively editing, or not telling the truth. Because he'll sue you, and he'll win. Mm-hmm. He's never lost a lawsuit. But he's also, he's got high scruples, and he's got high integrity. You know, it, it's 100% integrity. Yes. Yep. The other, the other interview, part of this, again... Please go watch this. This is really good stuff. Zach Voris, who's an, he's a, a Google software engineer, and he gets into the idea that we all, you know, like even the term, uh, I'm going to go Google that and I'll cut back to you. That's what our search engines have come to. I've dropped Google as my search engine ever since DuckDuckGo came out. And I said, I'm done. I'm done with Google because they're watching. They're selling you as information. That's how big they've gotten. And they become consolidated. But what what Mr. Voris uh, talks about is that he watched purposely certain 
sites, certain ideas, certain videos. And, you know, he also worked with YouTube because that's part of Google and purposely excluding conservative viewpoints. And this Zach Voorhees, he's, he basically is blowing the whistle on Google and how they were purposefully subduing searches, not, not bringing these, if they were popular, they would subdue those popular searches. He's coming out with a book uh, relatively soon uh, that I'm going to keep an eye out for. I'd like to read it because it sounds pretty interesting about how he's discovered a new way of getting around this censorship. And that's what it really is, a censorship of ideas, of information, of data. And, and he's gonna, he came up with a way to take that information, this is fascinating, and get around it by uh, con- like uh, aggregation, meaning uh, you know, the, he, he talks about YouTube, Zo- uh, Rumble, BitChute, and some of the other video hosting sites. And this site would be something that would aggregate like something like us. We know we're being throttled by, by Google. <laughs> We're not being on by Rumble, right? We're we're doing fine on Rumble. I mean, people get it gets out there. Um, but if you were to do a search for Signal Fifty on on the wrong search engine, you may not find us. That's right, and that's that's the reality that we're dealing with. Hopefully, with with this idea that this he's coming up with an aggregator. If you go to an aggregation site and it just it looks for the certain things not in a consolidated manner or not in a centralized manner, but more in a, in a multiple uh, way of, of putting together information. It's pretty common. I mean, he, he talks about it much better than I can describe it, but it sounds like a really neat idea. Right. I can, I kind of thought about it as almost like news aggregators, like populist press, citizen press, uh, Dan Bongino's aggregation site, um, the Bongino report, all these things are new ways of getting around the censorship. The only problem that I'm seeing on the horizon alpha, and this is going to get kind of scary is if what Bill Gates was talking about the other day. Yes. About purposefully fingerprinting every computer, like my computer would be fingerprinted, your computer would be fingerprinted. And then having the ability to shut down just this, for instance, this podcast, because we're coming out with you know these ideas and shutting down this podcast before it even gets out there, right? And that's that is that is a total lack of privacy, and I would. <laughs> it's awful. It's 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 hard to think that we live in a country that's that's condoning this kind of crap. Well, things have really happening. things have really deteriorated to a point now where politics has crept into everything and you know it's all about control. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you raise an excellent point here, Bravo. Everybody should go ahead and go try to find this information, but we have a few minutes left. We've got about 13 minutes left. Mm-hmm. And there's something that's really 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 bothering me and everybody needs to be paying attention to what's going on here as well. The Senate they just passed a uh, $1.9 trillion COVID bill. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody out there seems to think that the government is magical. 
and all of a sudden $1.9 trillion, regardless of where it's going to be spent right now, okay? Let's not, let's not worry about where it's going to be spent. Everybody wants a $1,400 check, right? Okay. Now, first of all, if $1,400 after a year of being unemployed is going to be your savior, or $1,400 is going to make a major impact in your life, mm. no offense to everybody out there, you were in a lot of trouble to begin with. Right? Exactly. Yep. This bill is going to cost every American, every Swingin' Johnson in America, $5,700 to give a select few people $1,400 checks. Mm -hmm. The government is not in the business of creating wealth. They're not in the business of creating anything. They're in the business of taking and redistributing. (laughs) So... This is all bad news. $1.9 trillion out of thin air. They're going to create $1.9 trillion from somewhere. It's going to cost you, the average taxpayer, $5,700. Over what period of time? I don't know. Uh, our, our, our great-grandchildren will never be out from underneath this. And they're going to give certain people $1,400. In what and, world does that make sense? And and I think we talked about this the other day on uh, in a past show. And where is all the rest of that fifty seven hundred dollars going? Because my math, last time I checked, fourteen hundred taken, you know, from fifty seven hundred is forty three. Forty three. Wouldn't you think all that money should go to the people that were were hit hard by this this quote pandemic? Well, now let's get into where this money is going to be spent. Mm. Transgender programs in Pakistan, uh, foreign aid here and there, and and bailouts for pension programs in New York and California uh, and in Democrat-leaning territory. So, you know, it's nothing more than a money laundering scheme. You know, the Mm. money goes overseas and it comes back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen out there in the audience, we've created a mess for ourselves. I don't think that anybody completely understands the gravity of what is going to happen in this country over the next three, six, nine, twelve months. There are people that have been out of work over this scamdemic for it's it's a year now okay they haven't made a paycheck in a year Hmm. they haven't paid their rent in a year they haven't paid their mortgage in a year they haven't paid their car payment in a year they haven't paid their health insurance in a year they haven't paid their car insurance in a year Hmm. what's going to happen when the music stops and they can no longer put off the evictions, the foreclosures, the repossessions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. You cannot just keep legislating private property owners out of their rightful due and proper for rent, for mortgage, for et cetera. You cannot mm. keep doing it. It is not the government's purview to get into commerce or to interfere in commerce in perpetuity. 
when the music stops, I think the economy is in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing a real estate boom right now in this country. The people that have the money to relocate, move, upgrade, do this, that, and the other thing, because they can, they're doing it. And the real estate market is very hot. Wait until a lot of inventory comes on the market mm. and the evictions start. Mm-hmm. I said in a previous program, there were 40,000 evictions going to be served in the county I live in. 40,000. That was a couple, about a month ago. I think I was talking about that. That's right. Yep. You think that you think that number's gone down or up? Oh, it's gone up. I think it's probably doubled. Exponentially, I would almost say. Let me ask you a question. Do you have the money in cash reserves to support and sustain your family in any kind of lifestyle for a year? No. No. The average American does not have $1,000 in savings. Mm -hmm. That's a really big problem, isn't it? That's right. And every business that I've heard of have have operation funds for the slow times, right? That Absolutely. You have in reserve in case they need it. They're all and, burned through them. Yep. And they've gone through them already, I'm sure. All you have to do is take a drive around uh, where I live and look at for lease, for sale, for rent signs on all of these businesses. They're all shuttered. And you're going to spend $1.9 trillion bailing out pension funds when you have crippled the average taxpayer in this country. There's the working man and woman. Mm. You've crippled them with this shutdown, lockdown, total scam. Yeah. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Something has to be done. We can't keep going down this pace. We need to have... People don't understand basic economics. This is very basic. Mm -hmm. At what point? At what point does the music stop? It's going to stop soon. (laughs) Unfortunately. Well, it has to. It, it absolutely has to. And it, it's, it pains me to say it, but it's got to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very painful to watch. You're looking around and you're seeing violent crime mm-hmm. is on the rise uh, because of the fund, the police. The police are demoralized. They don't want to do their jobs because if they get into any kind of problem with anybody, you know, Jesus, they're going to make the nine o'clock news. It's going to be a civil rights case or this, that, or the other thing. So these cops are, you know, bless their hearts. They don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. They're demoralized. They're quitting, yeah. retiring, leaving early. They're they're not policing because they can't. Mm-hmm. You've got cities like Minneapolis where, you know, we're going to defund the police. Now they're spending $6.4 million to hire more police because they're like, oh, my God, crime is out of control. What did you think was going to happen? Now, you throw all of that into the mix with people out on the street with nothing else left to lose. And you've got a real dangerous situation on your hands. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Think about that one for a minute. And that's why we said in the beginning of the show, right, Alpha? 
it's time to start doing something. Get involved. You have to get involved. I can understand how this will be overwhelming that, you know, we we're doing this not only to talk about the current events and we understand that some people may say, well, you're not showing your faces and well, you know, we feel it's no kidding. We can't, but we have to do something and we have to get involved. And if the information that we're presenting to you, which is found not so easily, it's a, it's a little bit of a dig, but we have our sources and we're getting it out to you. It's time for you to pass this along, to say this to people that may not want to hear it or, and again, we're not asking you to get into screaming matches and arguments and some people you know, may, may not want to hear it yet, but it's important to pass this along and get the word out. Well, this should be, this should be a call to action. Okay. Exactly. It's a call to action. Nothing more. Yep. And that's, uh, that's all there is to it. That's just it. Yep. That's why we do what we do on on a Sunday night when we both have to go to work early, early in the morning. You know, we have mm-hmm. day jobs. But anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for listening tonight and joining us for another hour of the Signal 50 podcast. Please feel free to visit our website, Signal50.com. It'll give you all the links to anywhere you can get our podcast, our commentary pages, and our sponsorship. And we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, or not a sponsor, it's an affiliate. They're an affiliate, POFUSA, POF-USA.com, makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles anywhere in the planet. Get one before Biden bans them. Mm. That's another topic we're going to talk about on another episode, the entire mm. let's ban all the guns discussion. Mm. Anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Bravo, as always, it's been a pleasure. It's been kind of a Kind of a long couple of weeks. Uh, not a very restful weekend this weekend either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just have all sorts of stuff going on. That's so. all right. We're here to make sure like the do matters. So, we want to get that out there. That's but it's right. important to remember that if you can't catch us on the live stream, please look at, you know, watch our videos on Rumble. Uh, if you need, you like to take, if you got long drives in the car and need someone to keep you company, we would love to, to uh, go along with you. Yeah, just, just, you know, just don't drive into a bridge abutment, you know. <laughs> We're not trying. No, we want you. <laughs> there's always hope. You know, there's always hope. That's something That's right. that we hold on to. That's but in right. terms of the podcast, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on uh, all kinds of cool places, including uh, iHeartRadio and um, Audible. Don't forget about Audible. That's right. Anywhere where you get your podcast, that's pretty much where we're at. Yep. And people are listening to us in Germany and Japan, Russia, and all kinds of cool places. So a big shout out to this uh, to the international listeners. That's uh, right. It's really cool. I we're we're humbled and and that's right. we're also humbled by the four hundred and ninety seven subscribers we have that listen to us. Uh, on rumble or watch our videos on rumble so we never ever thought it would get this this far um and we appreciate it 
and we're humbled by your confidence in us to help you get the word out. Yep. Everybody, again, have a great week. Thanks for listening. And as always, we'd like to give a big shout out to our soldiers, sailors, and airmen protecting us 24-7-365 and our police, firefighters, and EMS workers out there in the field uh, working locally. We really appreciate what you do. Remember everybody that's deployed, you know, it's been a long, uh, it's been a long haul uh, for a lot of people. A lot of people have been deployed for a long time. So thanks a lot for listening. Bravo. Cue the music. Have a great week. Everyone take care of yourselves. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.